0: Welcome to Until One Day, the podcast for every kid who loves stories and the grown ups who love them. All stories originally written and performed by Karen Robinson. In today's story, The Baby and the Baddie, a very bad man takes a dislike to a very good baby. Ready? Okay, here we go The Baby and the Baddie. Once there was a baby and she was the sweetest, loveliest, happiest little baby anyone for three counties had ever seen. She was a clever baby who loved to play pat cake and who would clap her hands in time to any music. She was a kind baby who would share her teddy with other children who were crying and would even offer it to any adults who looked sad or out of sorts, assuming that the cuddlers that soothed her baby tears would have the same effect on grown-up troubles. Her parents doted upon her, the village considered her their pride and joy, and in far distant towns they would sigh and pine for the baby, and sometimes they would get in their cars and drive for miles just to feel her clutch their fingers in her chubby fist and laugh. As a matter of fact, there was only one human being in the whole country who had anything but kind thoughts to think about the baby, and that was the bad. The baddie lived on the edge of town all alone, and he made his living robbing and cheating the people of the town. The baddie was so thoroughly, unforgivably bad, that as soon as he finished his crisp packets he would immediately drop them on the ground, and not even look for a bin to put them in. He was so nasty that if he saw two people smiling at each other, he made a point of shoving them both to wipe the smiles off their faces. He was so dishonest that every single time he went into a shop, he would steal something off the shelf and sneak it into his pocket, even if it wasn't something he needed at all. The baddie found the baby so very, very annoying. He was bothered by her laughter, irritated by her toddling walk, driven to distraction by the few lisping words she spoke. The baddie considered her the number one enemy of his mission to spread unrelenting misery in the world. When the baby's mummy and daddy would take her out in her pram for a walk through the park... People would come running across the grass to kiss the baby's chubby cheeks and kindly gossip with her parents about how the baby was eating and sleeping. Meanwhile, the baddie would creep around the crowd of well-wishers trying to steal the wallets and purses that they were carrying. But the baby was a sharp, noticing sort of child, and she would always see the lurking man, and she would point at him with her chubby fingers and lisp, Addy! And the baddie would have to turn and run before the police arrived, dropping wallets and watches as he went. And the baddie grew more and more loathing for the baby in his heart. In fact, there was only one person in the whole world who the baddie hated as much as he hated that baby. and That was another baddie who lived in the next town over named Jake. Jake was every bit as vicious and foul as the baddie was. But people were even more afraid of Jake. They quivered in their boots when they heard him coming down the street. Because Jake, unlike the baddie, had a motorcycle. And it was not just any motorcycle. Jake rode a rare, souped-up, extra-loud motorcycle imported from America, where they make the scariest motorcycles in the whole world. It was called the Angel of Death, and the baddie had never wanted anything as much as he wanted a motorcycle exactly like that one. But the baddie didn't have any kind of motorcycle. In fact, he rode a bicycle. A boring old ten-speed blue-and-white stripy bicycle that didn't make any kind of big roaring noises as it went. At night, when the baddie would go out into the dark and dingy lairs where baddies hang out with each other after the sun goes down, Jake would make a point of shouting out at him in a mocking babyish voice, hey there mate, how's your little bicycle? And all the other baddies would laugh. Until one day, As he was sneaking home in the darkest part of the night from his latest nefarious deeds and dastardly doings, the baddie happened to walk past a little pink house with an open window, and through the open window he could hear a soft little gurgling laughter. It was the baby. The baby was laughing in her sleep. The baddie stuck his head through the open window to see the sweet little baby all curled up in her sweet little cot, under her sweet little pink sheets with her sweet little arm wrapped around a sweet little teddy bear and a sweet little smile on her sleeping sweet little face. And hanging over her sweet little bed was a brand new framed certificate, which the people of the village had just presented to the baby's family that very day. The baddie narrowed his eyes and read the words printed there. To the most valuable treasure in our village. Vomit, the baddie snarled, and he backed his head out of the window and turned back to his bicycle, ready to ride off into the night. But as he raised the kickstand and stood there holding his stupid, stupid bicycle in his hands, the baddie got to thinking. The most Valuable treasure in town, he muttered to himself. More valuable than all the wallets I've pickpocketed from them. More valuable than every knickknack I've ever shoplifted. And they leave her right there, under an open window. Idiots. Would serve them right if I stole her away, just like I've stolen everything else they ever put in front of me. Wonder how much they'd pay to get her back safe and sound would it be enough to buy myself an angel of death, I wonder? And quick as a flash, before he could think about it any longer and maybe think himself out of this baddest of all bad things he was about to do, the baddie crept back to the window, reached right into the cot, and snatched the baby up in his arms. As he raced back to the bicycle, clutching the baby, the baddie braced himself in case the baby awoke and started screaming, but instead she just snuggled herself up against his shoulder with a contented, ah, gah, noise, so the baddie mounted his bike and rode off into the night. It had all happened so fast that the baddie had hardly had time to think about what he was doing, but as he pedalled through the dark streets he started to make his plans. Tomorrow morning, he decided, he would send a letter to the baby's parents, and an identical one to the town hall addressed to the mayor. He would demand that they give him enough money to buy an angel of death, and then he would return the baby safe and sound." and he was licking his lips at the thought of finally getting his fingers around the handlebars of the coolest motorbike anyone had ever seen. His hands were twitching as if revving the non-existent engine on his bicycle. But then the baby's eyes opened, and little pearly tears welled up, and she began to howl. ''Just you shut your mouth,'' snapped the baddie. ''You'll get back to your folks if you keep nice and quiet,'' he said. But the baby just looked at him and sobbed. ''Aunt, Ilk!'' The baddie stared at her, confused. The baby said again, ''Ilk, Ilk, peace?'' ''Ilk,'' repeated the baddie, musing. ''Oh, milk!'' Babies drink milk, don't they? No, I don't have any milk. Just be quiet and I'll... (laughs) Roared the baby. All right, all right, shushed the baddie, glancing at the house as they were riding past. I'll find you some milk. Where do you get milk? The baddie wondered. He didn't have any milk himself. In the cave that he called home, he just kept sugary colas and hamburgers, nothing that a baby could eat. But the baddie was used to taking whatever he needed from the people of the town, so he put the baby on the grass, quickly picked the lock of a nearby house and snatched a pint of milk from that family's well-stocked fridge. The baby clutched the pint bottle in her chubby baby fist and tried to drink it, but she was used to having a teat on her bottles and the cold milk just spilled all down her front. And now the baby was cold, wet, and hungry, and the baddie could see that she was going to need a change of clothes, or there would be more noisy crying. So he broke into yet another house and snatched some warm baby clothes fresh from that family's clothes dryer, smelling of lavender. The baddie found a quiet corner of a nearby park where he could lay the baby out on his leather jacket, and he changed her into her warm new clothes. When she was cosy and dry, the baddie took out the milk bottle again and began to dribble the milk into the baby's mouth with his own fingers, which honestly were not particularly clean, but the baby didn't seem to mind too much. Now that the baby was warm and dry and well fed, the baddie put her back on his shoulder and mounted his bike again, riding as fast as he could through the night to get to his secret cave. The baby laughed and gurgled the whole ride, enjoying the wind in her face and clapping her hands with each turn. So by the time they got to the cave, the baby was yawning and stretching and looked ready to settle in again to finish her night of sleep. But when the baddie tucked her under his improvised baby blanket of oily rags, the baby just looked at him steadily and demanded, "on oh, What?! blurted the baffled baddie. "'Ing!' cried the baby. "'Ing, i i Ong! "'Ing, ait, ait. sing night-night song!' pondered the baddie, and the baby nodded happily." So the baddie tucked the baby into her filthy rags, and he tried to think to himself. He didn't know any lullabies, hardly knew any songs at all, in fact. In the whole world, the only song he could think of just then was the one his baddie daddy used to sing to him. So without further ado, the baddie started to sing in his gentlest go-to-sleep voice, the song his daddy used to sing to him. Weird the nastiest baddies in town We're the cruelest fellas around We steal from the poor And then steal some more Cause we're lower than dirt in the ground We never play fair at our games and we don't speak the truth of our aims. So don't you dare trust us, your good faith disgusts us, and we'll kick in your teeth for your pains. So lock up your windows and doors, cause our guys are stronger than yours, and we'd All of us fight ya, even our kittens'll bite ya, and your pain is the way we keep scores. By the time the baddie got to the final line of that final verse, the baby was fast asleep and snoring softly. The baddie watched the baby sleep until he sensed that the sun was just about to rise. Then he carefully picked her up without waking her, put her over his shoulder, and mounted his bike again. But a mile or so from the cave, the baby was woken by a fearsome ROAR. It was the angel of death, with Jake mounted on its back, tearing down the road. He skidded to a halt in front of the baddie and raised the visor on his helmet. Well, good morning there. This is quite a sight to see, sneered Jake. Have you taken up babysitting? No, I'm not babysitting, said the baddie. And Jake took a second look. Maybe not, he admitted. Looks to me a little more like kidnapping. But the baddie didn't even blink, neither agreeing nor disagreeing. Can't say I blame you a bit, said Jake, astride his angel of death. That right there is a fairly precious piece of loot. Didn't they just give that baby a certificate calling her the town's most precious treasure? Again, the baddie didn't move a muscle, didn't speak a word. Well, drawled Jake, I reckon a treasure like that is worth a thing or two. I reckon people would pay a thing or two to get her back. Reckon they'd give you just about anything you wanted. Or me. The baddie was statue still. But we both know there's not a thing in the world you want as much as my baby right here. And Jake patted the chrome handlebars on his angel of death. Tell you what, I'll trade you. You take my girl here, and I'll take that girl in exchange. And Jake took the keys out of the ignition of his motorcycle and held them out to the baddie, dangling them from the ends of his fingers. And the baddie stared at them, absent-mindedly rubbing the baby's back as he did so. And eventually, he just said, Nah. And he got back on his bike, and he rode back to the baby's house. And he snuck her back through the open window and tucked her under her little pink blanket, in her little pink cot, in her little pink room. That morning, the baby's mother and father woke as usual and rushed in to see their precious sweet little baby, who was sleeping like a lamb in her cot. And they never knew that the baby had ever been missing although they always wondered how she came to smell faintly of leather jacket and oily rags that morning. And from then on, to everyone's surprise, the baby and the baddie became the best of friends.